Yes. Yes. Yes, this is a very yes episode. This is. This is a big episode. This is episode 113. It is the highest numbered episode that we have done to date. Ever. It is. Ever we, to date. We have yet to do a show that is numbered higher than 113. In, in base 10. That's true. In base 10. Uh, we have a huge show. We this have a lot a, of stuff to yeah, discuss. It's a, a medium-sized show. This is, a, this is one of our biggest shows ever. Yeah. We have a lot of big things to discuss. Okay. Do you not think so? Sure. <laughs> you know what? We're just going to sure. get right to it. Okay, let's get to it. That was Jag and a Hank. It was. I didn't shave today before the show, so if you hear this sound, it's the sound of me scratching my, my, my face. You think that's coming through on the mic? I hope not. <laughs> uh, all right. Viewer mail. No, Lollapazoola. Lollapazoola. It's happening in, uh, by the time you hear this, week less than two weeks. Yeah, week and a week half. And half. August 14th, Saturday, August 14th. That's a Saturday in August. It uh, registers at 10 o'clock. It puzzles at 11 o'clock. It is a living, breathing thing. It puzzles is... do not start until 11 o'clock. You can get there as early as 10. That's right. Yes. Uh, and people are coming from far and wide. This is so exciting. We, we get more and more pre-registered people every day. There is no limit to the number of folks who can come to Lollapazoola, so it is not too late to sign up. Go to our website at bemoresmarter.com, click on Lollapazoola 3, and find out everything you need to know there. There probably is a limit. Well, we just yes. don't know what it is. <laughs> and I don't think we'll reach it. It's a big room. It is it's a big room. room. Uh, and if you don't want to pre-register, you can just show up at the door, and that is fine too. And all totally the, fine. The and directions are there, the address is there. It's all it's all set. Yeah, we've had some people ask how to get there from Midtown. I would say the Seven Train. Yeah, the Seven Train from Midtown is probably your best bet. There, there are other subways though. Uh, the the E and the F and the R and the M. The M. The M. Oh, Try out. Our website the M. might still say the V. If our website says the V, what we mean is the M. The M. Yeah, they we, changed it. The subway system changed it like two yeah. weeks ago. It turned into the M. The V left and yeah. the M extended. Go figure. Very, very weird. Very weird. Viewer mail. Opening it up. We yeah. have we have one viewer mail Who this know? week. And uh, I'm going to read this viewer mail. You're going to read all of it? Uh, to switch back and forth? We could switch back and forth. we only have one? Sure. Let's switch back and forth. I'll read. You want context? Uh... uh no, I think that this is all. This is all pretty good. This is all pretty good here. Do we want any context? What context would you provide? Well, the context we provided, or I would provide if yeah. I was to provide context, <laughs> is last week we wondered why not the dentist was not coming to Lollapazoola. Yes, as he's never been. He's never been. We love not the dentist. We we love seeing him. We love hanging out with him. And he's not been to a Lollapazoola, and this year is no exception. <laughs> so we wondered aloud. Why? Okay, read the title, and then I'll read number one. A peek into the mind of not the dentist, told chronologically. One. Ryan and Brian start talking about Lollapazoola months ago. I think, I have to go this year. I'm shy and don't know about a day of puzzles and Oreos, but I should go. They are my friends. I should go. I will go. Two. Brian and Ryan ask about volunteers. I think, that's perfect. I should volunteer. I will volunteer. Then I can be A, helpful, and C-1, supportive all in one fell swoop. I will do it. Three. Ryan and Brian keep mentioning Lollapazoola. I think, maybe I should participate as a puzzler. I'm not an idiot. It might be, one, fun, and I-I, humbling. I'm also a masochist. 
It's perfect. I will do it. Four, Brian and Ryan are very clear that the date is August 14th, a Saturday in August. I get a job in Washington, D.C. that I leave for on August 8th, a Sunday in August that is six days before the Saturday in August that is Puzzle Day. I think, well, I'm luckily going to be employed for a couple of months, but now I'm going to not be able to either first volunteer or dose struggle through solving. Sigh. Five, Ryan and Brian give a shout-out on the show to say, Not the dentist, please come. Why you got to be so non-supportive? <laughs> you are a terrible person. We hate you. You should die in a fiery crash. Perhaps I remember it harsher than it was, but that's what I think they said. Which leads me to think, I'm not going again. I feel guilt. I am from Nebraska, and we are very good at feeling guilt. I am guilty. Damn me. Damn not the dentist. Damn. Sincerely not the dentist. Uh, Nebraska is good at giving guilt. I don't know. I think not the dentist is good at feeling guilty. <laughs> All right. So should we continue to make him feel guilty, or no, should we let him off the hook? No, not the dentist is one of the sweetest people in the entire universe. All right. And no, I think it's awesome that you have a job, not the dentist, in Washington D.C. Yes. Uh, not doing dental extractions Hopefully. on people, uh, and that's great that you have a job. I'm sorry you will not be able to join us on the 14th. Perhaps next year. Perhaps. Viewer mail, closing it up. You leaned in. I lean in you for. Le- I lean in for for. What have I told you? Not to lean in. And but, yet, and yet, lean you do. But the 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 soul of the song takes over my body. I should have been more prepared so that, like, when you lean in, I pull your microphone away <laughs> from you. That's what we should do. Well, you didn't. I didn't. It's so true. here we have huge announcements. We have some announcements. These are huge announcements. Okay. They're pretty big. I see the world a lot smaller than you do. Well, I'm saying in the world of this blog, this podcast, uh-huh. I think they're big announcements. Okay. All right. Who? What, what do you want to talk about first? I'm moving. You are. <laughs> so we'll talk about this part first. I'm moving. Uh, I got a job uh, in in at Syracuse University. Yes. And uh, I'm going to be I'm teaching there for one school year. I'm going to be up in Syracuse for nine months. Uh, and what are you teaching? Uh, it's the, in the musical theater department, as that is my career, musical theater. Uh-huh. I am. Uh, I'm, I'm not a professor. I don't know what my title actually is. I think I'm the staff music director. So I'm playing the piano for a lot of these classes, and I'm doing vocal coachings with the students, and I'm teaching a class on the history of musical theater, and I'm I think co-teaching a class on kind of how to learn music in a rehearsal situation, and and possibly other things. It's still coming together. It's. Too, I think I'm more excited about this than you are. I'm very excited. I'm also very, very nervous, and I'm very, very scared, and I'm also always cautious about sharing my emotions. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be great. Yes. And, but all of those feelings that you have are valid. They are all valid. Absolutely. But I think this is a really terrific thing. I've been in New York for almost 15 years, and I enjoy my career, and I enjoy my life, and it's all wonderful, but... My wife and I have been looking for a change of direction, and mm-hmm. I think that this could be a really excellent trigger toward that change. Fantastic. So, so it's great. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So uh, in terms of this podcast, certainly, you will, not, you will no longer live... I will no longer live in Studio A. You will no longer <laughs> live in Studio A. I, I, and I, because I don't know what my schedule actually is, I don't know how frequently I'll be back in New York City. Yes. So uh, now I, I want to I say right away that uh, 
we are already working on ways to improve the Skype technology <laughs> for the podcast. So we actually have come up with a very solid way. We didn't come up with it. Our friend Adam, who doesn't work for NPR, right. he suggested an idea to us that we we're going to try for the first long-distance episode while I'm in Studio Syracuse. Uh, and so we're going to try that. It's going to be better because people have written to us uh, expressing concerns. And I don't want to listen to the future of your podcast if it's on Skype. We think we have a way around it. All right. Uh, it's because, I mean, the, the definite thing is that certainly for the next nine months, the majority of podcasts, if we can continue it, will be long distance. Yeah, we're going to try. We are going to try. The truth of the matter is that if if the quality is consistently horrible, and I don't mean the quality of what we have to say because that's always bad. (laughs) That's not. I mean like the sound quality. I mean if it is if we are week after week giving you something that's just really hard to listen to, we will stop. Yes. Because that's not fun for anyone. It's not fun for us to put out that kind of a product, and it's certainly not fun for you to try to struggle through it uh, when this is really just supposed to be kind of bland entertainment. Right. Uh, but we have some good ideas. We do have some and good ideas, and the first one will come into play uh, with episode 116, I believe, will be the first yes, we're gonna, Syracuse episode. We, we have this episode, which is 113. Yep. We're going to have 114, which is the pre-Lollapazoola. We're yep. going to have 115, which is post-Lollapazoola, yes. and we're definitely taking a week off. We're definitely taking a week off after that. And uh, then we're going to coming back sometime around Labor Day, probably, Yes. Uh, with episode 116, which will be in Studio Syracuse. Which will be, and we'll you know what? We're open to uh, any ideas that you guys have, and certainly if 116, the quality is still not good, we're still going to experiment. We're not, it's not just going to be, we're going to try it once and it doesn't If work enough of you give us the idea of, would you just turn off the mics already and leave us the hell alone, we'll, we'll probably listen to that idea and <laughs> we'll eventually do that. Um, we haven't listened to it yet. Well, very few people have given us that suggestion, yes. but more and more as time goes by, so we'll see. Okay. <laughs> We will see what happens with that. All right, so that is announcement number one. That is big news for me. Yes. Yeah. Big news number two. Big news number two. Is that the blog is going to be in a transition. The blog is going to be in a transition. Blog, what do you think? After Lollapazoola, we're going to... I think. Either after Lollapazoola Sometime or, around the time of episode 115. Yes. The blog is no longer... I, I, I We are ending the daily New York Times crossword wrap-up portion of the blog. Which is really 99% of the blog. Well, it is. We're talking about ways to change what the blog provides, and it is definitely going to serve as a home for our podcast. Yes. And for Lollapazoola. Yes. And for the community that we've built, although a lot of that is around our daily New York Times crossword puzzle posts. But we're also interested in exploring other territory and finding other things that we can talk about and maybe not feel the constant daily pressure of coming up with a screen's worth of information to say about a single crossword puzzle. I, and I mean, to be honest, I, I, I think we both kind of feel that our role in, 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 in wrapping up the daily crossword has reached its, its pinnacle. It's peak. My peak was a long time ago. <laughs> I, I, th- I, I think we both feel that, that there's not quite as much to say about it anymore. I mean, there, there are much more popular blogs, much more popular blogs than us, where you can get your daily New York Times crossword information. That's true. Uh, and uh, I think we just feel like the timer's right to transition into something else. So we're thinking that we might use the, uh, the site to talk about puzzles in general in a, in, a, in a more widespread way. We can use it as a place to talk about puzzle hunts. We can talk about PNA Magazine. We can talk about new books that are coming out. New uh, websites. New websites that are coming out. Anything like that. So 
I think maybe that's what we're going to try to provide in a, in a slight change of direction for what it is that we're doing. Right. So, and again, if you guys have any any ideas, uh, we would love to hear your ideas. And uh, and another thing that we're interested in possibly exploring is uh, broadening our author base to possibly people who aren't just me and Ryan. Yes. So, uh, so maybe we can talk to some of you about what would you like to contribute to it, and uh, maybe one of one of you fine listeners would like to. Uh, we would love to have a much more. I, I mean, I think the the podcast is so the content is so much viewer generated. Mm-hmm. We don't come up with most of this stuff. You guys send us <laughs> the viewer mails and the emails, and we argue about it. Well, and the then, viewer mails and the emails <laughs> said, of both. Well, of them. well, there's emails that are not viewer mail. We don't do that segment on the show, though. Well, we don't. But we we incorporate that. Oh, I see. Oh, so, so if the, I would love the blog to be more user generated information because that's I mean, it's less work for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a plus. We're hoping eventually to actually stop doing everything and uh, and just reap the benefits of all of your hard yes. labor. Uh, so that those are the two big announcements. Yep, they're pretty big. They are pretty big. Uh, so pretty big. and we'll just uh, we're just going to see what happens with both of them. Yep. All right. That was the big news of the week. That is that was the, the big big news, news of the it's week. Huge news. It is. It's gargantuan news. Gargantuan. Oh my god! It's so big. The news. Ah, <laughs> uh, is that the kind of emotion you were hoping for? No, I I don't need any emotion from you. You don't. No. You always seek it, and yet you say you don't. I need don't it. seek any kind of. You emotion. wonder why I don't get all riled up about stuff. I don't. Or... Not riled up. I, excitement. I don't believe is emotion. Excitement is excitement. Okay. Uh, glee is emotion. Glee is is emotion, but excitement isn't emotion. I don't think that's emotion. Is that really? emotion? Excitement? I need you to say an emotion, not emotion. Because <laughs> these are two very different things. Emotion. No, 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 no. Emotion is like if I wave my hand around. An emotion is if I feel something within. <laughs> excitement is not an emotion. What was I saying? Excitement you said is excitement not is not emotion. <laughs> And I'm, I'm just no, no, to... what I'm saying, excitement is not emotion. I mean, for you, excitement is emotion, because you leap up off the chair or whatever. But I still don't think that's emotion. Emotion or emotion. emotion. The word is pronounced emotion. I know, but if you don't use the indefinite article and before it, I can't tell whether you're saying an oh. emotion or whether you're saying emotion. You can't tell. Motion. Can you think about the context? Were we talking about moving around the room? When you get excited, you move around the room. So, yes, we are talking about this. How do I move? Where do I move? Not here in Studio A. There's no room, and you're wearing a seatbelt. But I'm talking about when we're watching a baseball game or something like that. If the Dodgers had a a seven-run inning, you leap up off the couch. You've never watched a Dodger game with me. I have, You have not. I have. You have not. I've watched part of a Dodger game with you. When? At your old apartment two seasons ago. It was one that had happened already, but I think you got home in the middle of or whatever. We were playing rock band or something like that, and then you were going to turn it on before your wife got home, and we watched like the first two innings of it or something. And then it was some inning you didn't care about, and you fast forwarded to the next inning, like you didn't want to see the Phillies batting, or I don't know what it was. That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Our printer is talking to us. All right. So, um, emotion. <laughs> Oh, now it's emotion. Emotion. Amanda Yestowitz, what is the proper vowel noise that goes at the beginning of this vowel word? Vowel noise. <laughs> yeah, she's the vowel maven, remember? <laughs> what what are we what are we doing here? What's the problem? It starts with the letter E. Ryan's pronouncing it like it's the letter I, but sometimes I think it's a separate word A. So I think it's a schwa. I'm very confused. Emotion. emotion. Schwa. Emotion. I don't think it's emotion. Emotion. I don't th- I think it's like that's movement a over the internet is yeah. emotion. Alright, so there's that. There, All right. Wow. Are have, you going to edit that out? I think we might need the filler. 
Well, so, how much time? It's only we? been 17 minutes well, so let, far. Let, maybe we don't have to do any editing at all. Maybe Let's not. Go. We don't want to do no any edit, work. No agenda show. Uh, old fake contest. We, we had an yeah. old fake contest. Two weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, we had that contest from Nicole Hirsch, something Jared, something numbers. It was about the take a fruit and change a letter and it becomes an adjective, and or it was the other way around. Take an adjective, change a letter, it becomes a fruit. Is that what it was? Take a five-letter adjective, <laughs> change the E to an A, and scramble it around, right? And, and you it was get vague guava. Vague turns into guava. Vague yeah. guava. So then Alex Boisvert, which and I mangled this when I did it on the podcast, but it was I'm going to mangle it again now. But it doesn't matter because it wasn't really a contest. It was take a world capital, a six letter world capital. Take one letter and change it to the letter before it in the alphabet. Take another letter and change it to a letter after it in the alphabet, and scramble up what you got, and you end up with a fruit. What is the world capital? The world capital was Beirut. And if you, you change the B to an A and the E to an F and scramble it up, you get a fruit. I just thought that was so clever. I like that. I think it's a fruit. E fruit. E fruit. <laughs> e fruit. Yeah, very clever. I thought it was very clever. Alex, Alex Boisvert, Boisvert, yeah. Very good. I, I've never, I've not met Alex Boisvert. Is he coming to Lollapazoola? I don't think so. Are you coming to Lollapazoola? Alex, either come to Lollapazoola or write us an email like Not the Dentist did, explaining yes. why. Yes. We'd uh, like so, to see you there. So we had an actual contest of then. The contest of then was from Eric Peterson, correct? Yes, yes. it was. Uh, the contest of then was, think of a six-letter verb w- with no repeated letters. This verb has only one correct spelling in the present or future tense, but it has two correct spellings in the past tense. Also, the verbs ER and ING forms can be spelled in two different ways. What's the verb? We got a number of answers. I think we, got we two answers. Well, well, we got two valid answers from a variety of different people but neither of them was the answer that Eric Peterson had come What did Eric Peterson come up with? Eric Peterson's answer was chisel. 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 Because when you add E-R or I-N-G, uh, you can either double the L or not double the L mm-hmm. for chiseler or chiseling. However, the same exact thing is true for the word travel and the word signal. And those were other answers we got from a number of people. Now, we had four different people provide us with travel and signal. Andrew Feist... <clears throat> Andrew Feist. 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 We haven't done it in a couple of weeks. You're I was, obviously I was, out of shape. What, is, what are the two correct spellings in the past tense for travel? Traveled. T-R-A-V-E-L-L-E-D or T-R-A-V-E-L-E-D. Oh, okay. Single or double L. Anyway, Andrew Feist. 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 Peter Gordon. 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 <laughs> June Pock. Pock. <laughs> and Jeremy Horowitz. Of the Jets. Two-time. Uh, <laughs> Genius. Genius time. Reverend. Jeremy, too reverend Horowitz. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel of the Jets of completism. 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 <laughs> uh, and the Oracle. No, those four people, <laughs> Feist, Gordon, Pock, and uh, Horowitz, all came up with either travel or signal, or I think in the case of Jeremy, both. And nobody came up with chisel. So what we're going to do, these four people are all going to be at Lollapazoola. And so we're going to have uh, an overtime period at Lollapazoola for the four of you to compete and get whatever the prize might end up being. If somebody would like to come up with some sort of contest for this competition, (laughs) the six, is it six people? Four. Four people. Four people. Four people competition. Like a... Andrew Feist. Feist. June Pock. Feist. Peter Gordon. Feist. Jeremy Horowitz. Feist. All at Lollapazoola, all playing overtime for Eric Peterson's contest. We need like a three-question contest. All right, if anybody has a suggestion or a good idea for a contest for how we can uh, decide the winner of this ultimate contest royale, 
and you will win a prize that Peter Gordon will provide for everybody. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, all right. This is also, uh, while I'm thinking about that, your last opportunity to let us... It's not your last opportunity. This is your current opportunity to let us know if you have any interest in joining us at a Mets game. Uh, on Friday night, August 13th, the night before Lollapazoola, as we said before, we're going to be sitting in the cheap seats way out in left field, the far corner of left field. Uh, we're talking about the upper deck, the top deck. We the don't cheap mean, seats. yeah, it's way more expensive to sit down by the field. So we mean it's like section 540 or something like that yeah. if you look at a seating chart. So that's where we're going to be. You can either meet us at about 6.30 by the ticket windows at City Field or just buy your own tickets and meet us in the stadium somewhere. That's how that's going to work. Some of you have sent us emails. Do tell us if you're planning to come so that we know to look for you. Uh, that would be awesome. Yes. rbxblog at gmail.com. That's our email address. Yes, very helpful if you let us know. Yeah. So, uh, there's a new the contest for now. The contest for now, people are going to be playing for a new book. Yes, yeah, so, so we're going to just take a moment here. It's a commercial announcement. Uh, this commercial comes in two parts. First part... We're promoting Patrick Blindauer's new website. Yes, which is PatrickBlindauer.com. Yeah, PatrickBlindauer.com. And I I, I looked at it. It's terrific. It is great. It's great. Uh, Patrick is great. And uh, Patrick's going to be at Lollapazoola also. And uh, so it's a fun website. He's providing, I believe it's a free puzzle every week, a a crossword puzzle. But he also does other kinds of puzzles as well. He did the fantastic uh, holiday uh, puzzle fest thing last, uh, last Christmas, two Christmases ago. My gosh, I don't even remember. Last Christmas. Last Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. He's, he's great. He's a terrific guy. makes wonderful puzzles. He, has, uh, he is one of four Patricks in the crossword-making universe. We have Patrick Blindauer, Patrick Berry, Patrick Merrill, and Patrick Jordan. Mm-hmm. And these four guys, there's a book out now called Patrick's Puzzle Pandemonium. And it's, uh, it's a collection of puzzles formerly uh, published in the New York Sun. These puzzles came out of the New York Sun. And... Uh, and They're it's all created your, by those your, four people. In your average, how many puzzles do you have in there? We have, uh, well, how many pages of puzzles? We have 129 pages of puzzles. 100, well, yeah, 129. Oh, the first one appears on page seven, so 122 pages of puzzles. So 122 puzzles. Yeah, and they range in difficulty, one star to five stars, but every single one of them was constructed by a Patrick. Except and for one that was also co-constructed by Francis Heaney. Francis the, Patrick Heaney. Yeah. Or maybe it's Patrick Francis Heaney. It could be, uh, but it, this is—it's a terrific book, and it's the Sun Puzzles, the Sun Awesome Puzzles, all edited by Patrick Gordon. No, <laughs> Commissioner Patrick Peter Gordon. Uh, and you can win it if you win the contest of now. The contest of the now. The contest of now. The, the contest of now song created for you by Ryan Hecht. The contest of now is from Todd McKay. The names of two professional sports teams based in the same place have the enumerations 6 and 4 in singular form. Delete the first two letters of the six-letter team, and the team names become two units of measure associated with a particular item. What are the two sports teams? Scroll down for the answer. All right, so uh, you got two professional sports teams yes. based in the same place. Yes. Now are we talking, uh, is this U.S. only, or are we talking world? You know what I think? Well, I, you know what I know. So let's just say it's in the United States. The United, United the States. States. So we're, yeah, States. we're talking about um, we're talking about the popular North American sports. We're talking about the Big Four. The Big Four. These are two teams. Football of the Big Four. Football, basketball, curling, baseball. Yes, ice skating uh, and uh, <laughs> badminton. <no. laughs> badminton. Badminton. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. Football, baseball, basketball, and hockey. There's two teams from the same place following all these rules. What's, so if you, what's what, the fifth sport? 
if those are the big four, what is the what is the fifth most popular sport in America? Well, I think the most popular sport in America is actually NASCAR, but it's not, it's not well a, the same kind of team sport. Te- the, the way that most the most popular fifth most popular team sport in the United States. You think it's soccer? I don't think so. Well, what else? What other team sports are there? Arena football, or is that kind of football? Maybe arena football. I mean, it's a different league, so maybe okay. arena football. Do you think minor league baseball is more popular than soccer? I would say, I would think per capita. <laughs> Do you even know what per capita no. means? No. Sound okay. good though, right? Yeah, it did. All right, so, so if you need the contest emailed to you, as many of you might, you need to send us the password. And, uh, well, this week's password, I think, is just Patrick. 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 The password Patrick. is Patrick. Patrick. Uh, yes, that was the password of the contest to win the book. <laughs> That's right. You're going to win Patrick's Puzzle Pandemonium. Uh, you might have to come to Lollapazoola, however, to pick it up. Because that's where we will hand it to you if you win. Uh, yes, you might have to come to Lollapazoola. So if you win, make sure you attend Lollapazoola. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Look! On the horizon! It's a thunder god! And he's taking a class at Syracuse University. Wouldn't that be amazing if you were teaching Thor? There's a Thor movie coming out. How have we I not know. talked about this? It's How really, have we not talked about know. this? We it's should. coming out next May, right? The Thor movie. Field uh, trip. Who, who's in it? Who's in it? Who's uh, starring somebody, in it? I don't the know. guy from Star Trek. Isn't it the guy who played Kirk in Star Trek? No. Somebody from Star Trek. Not William Shatner either. I'm talking the new Star Trek. Uh, I think it's the young guy from the new Star Trek. Plays like Thor's minion or something like that. Doesn't Thor have a, a son? Well, he's not, but he, he's Thorim. Not, none of those guys are playing Thor. No, 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 no. Who's playing Thor? So, I think some guy. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I think he's playing Thor. That's, <laughs> that's what I want to see play it's Thor. It's either Jeff Goldblum or Elliot Gould. I think they were... <laughs> they I were think we need to reimagine the Thor legend. There's actually two sort of opposing philosophical beliefs of Thor. And <laughs> Jeff Goldblum and Elliot Gould sort of play those, those that dichotomy. They represent the, the internal struggle that Thor had. <laughs> I'm going to write this movie. You this should. It's going to be a good movie, yeah. Monday, July 26th by Janet R. Bender. This uh, this had Contra Costa, Co- computer code. Yeah, everything was Coco. 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 Courtney Cox That's from a Coco. The Friends. Yeah, she's one of the friends. Uh, Monica Player on Friends. Monica Player. See, I on- thought, when I read that, I thought Monica Player, that sounds like an athlete. A Monica player? Mo- just the, oh. the name. Like, there's a Gary player who plays golf. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I Monica see player sounds like player. a tennis Yeah, maybe. Athlete. It's because you're thinking of Monica Sellis. Am I thinking of that? Maybe. Am I thinking of that right now? Or am I thinking of elephants? <laughs> oh, my God. Would you please take the Vuvuzela home with you and practice? No. <laughs> please. No, I won't. Okay. Tuesday, July 27th by Mike Torch. <laughs> that, that might be that might be the first thing that you say in your first class. Would you please take the vuvuzela home and practice? <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. That everybody on the first day of school is going to vuvuzela practice. Oh my god! Uh, Tuesday, July 27th, by Mike Torch. What was this? This was the whole blank, the whole enchilada, the whole nine yards, the whole shebang, the whole schmear. What do you do? You say any of these? Uh, no. The whole shooting match? No, I don't say any of these. I think I say the whole shebang sometimes. I don't think so. But I don't say... The whole shooting match, I've no, never... No, and I've never heard the whole schmear. I thought schmear was, like, 
you know, cream cheese vis-a-vis a bagel. I don't understand <laughs> the whole schmear. What's the whole schmear? Meaning what? It means all of it. Well, I mean, I get that, but, like, why that? Schmear is already this bizarre word that's not a word that actually means smear. I don't get it. Well, shebang is, can also, it's also a bizarre word that yeah. means smear. Okay. <laughs> Wednesday, July 28th by Howard Baker. Howard Baker. Howard, All right. I wanted to st- every time I look at that I think it says by Howard Barkin. I know, I want to say that yeah, too. Yeah, but it's not. Howard Baker. So this was an interesting crossword puzzle. This Here's is particularly interesting considering the context of where I was a month ago. You did just did My Fair Lady. I just did the musical My Fair Lady in Maine. Yeah. You did. And this was all about Well, this was really all about Pygmalion. Or My Fair Lady. But really, Pygmalion. You know, why more Pygmalion than my favorite? Because that's the original story. So? So? It's more about Pygmalion then. How many times have you seen Pygmalion? You can see Pygmalion? (laughs) How many times have you seen My Fair Lady? I've watched the movie once. See, all right, that's already one to nothing. Ryan hacked one to nothing. Why is my it called lady. Pygmalion? I have no idea. Do you know though that uh, it's spelled P Y G M A L I O N on the big poster outside the theater in Maine? Uh-huh. They it, you have to write based on the play Pygmalion. Uh, they spelled Pygmalion P I G M A L I O N. And then they printed out the correct word and glued it over. Oh, to nobody, correct it. Nobody would know. Yeah, not at all. They also is spelled it, my name wrong. Is it George Bernard Shaw or George Bernard Shaw? We've done this bit before. We have? We have. What did we come up with? Well, it ended with Varshavsky. <laughs> so that's the only part I can remember. Anyway, the, the theme of the puzzle. Are you going to read this? The quote that's going through it? It's I not... thought you'd want me to, to describe oh, you, the theme. Why don't theme? you explain the whole puzzle? Go. Oh, oh Ryan's got a message. Oh, my God. Okay. What, right. What's happening? Do you Nothing. have to be somewhere? No, no, it's fine. Is Studio C calling? <laughs> uh, all right. So what you had, you had, you had, what you had were words here. Oh, my God. All right. Do I need to explain no, no, this no, no, now? No, 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 no. So the, the, the theme, the meta theme answer was Mr. Iggins and Miss Doolittle attempt to solve a crossword. Right. That, so that, like, sentence yes. is going through four of the entries in the grid. Right. And but so, then there's other theme entries, right? Yes. And so it says that story is behind the theme, other theme answers. Right. So you have five across where it says, Professor says stocking stuffer, pupil suggests oozier. Right. Right. Because O-S-I-E-R is word. Osier. H-O-S-I-E-R. Is hosier. Right. But that's how Eliza Doolittle Eliza Doolittle would have dropped the H. Because she's cockney. Right. She is cockney? She is cockney. Cockney? <laughs> okay. Uh, what? I don't know. Stocking? Oh, stocking stalker. Did I say stocking stuffer? Well, you did. And I had to look twice because uh, we have, you know... I like, meant stocking stalker. Stocking stuffer was in a puzzle in a, later in this week. Did I? I meant stocking channard. <laughs> that's who I meant. Stocking channard? Isn't that her name? <laughs> it's, it's, oh my god! It's Stalker Channing! Oh my god! Oh my god, it's Stalker Channing, not Stalking Channard! Oh my god! Oh, that was very, very funny. I have to wipe my eyes. Oh, my God. I didn't mean to say that. I knew for some reason that didn't sound right. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm stocking, melting here. Stocking Channard. 
<laughs> oh my god, she's going to star in the Thor movie I'm writing. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, do you need to go on with this? Uh, were there other... Wow. <laughs> uh, professor says axe wielder. Pupil suggests eats. No. <laughs> Ewer. Ewer. Right. As Ewer. opposed to hewer. Right. Ewer. Ewer. Sort of. You get, you know what? It gets a little bit weird when you actually say these things out loud. Yeah. Because it works on paper where you just drop an H and get a new word, but in real life, it's not. It doesn't pronounce quite the same way. I'm still crying. From the Are you? Yeah. I, that was very, very funny. Oh god. Oh my word. Wow. Oh wait. Stocking Channard. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday, July 29th by Stocking Channard A. Collins. <laughs> Uh, middle school. Give me the puzzle. Where is the puzzle? Is this the puzzle? Right there. Yeah. So middle school. He had uh, middle. Three down was middle. 44 down was school. And uh, all the other answers had the names of schools inside them. Uh, Mile High Stadium has Lehigh. Uh, Center Ice Circle has Rice. Something else had Yale. Uh, something else in there. Drake, maybe. AOL. Is that a school? Uh, what, what Alonzo. Phrase, what phrase could have Syracuse in it? Uh, what phrase could have Syracuse in it? Besides uh, that one. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to leave that up to other people who are much smarter than I. Yes, but Syracuse. Tyler Hinman needed about phrase. four minutes to figure out how to hide ptarmigan in a yeah. phrase, so. Friday, July 30th by Kevin G. Durr hyphen Euclid. This is a very nice puzzle. It's been a long time since we've seen triple stacks. No, this was good. Triple stacks was good. This triple had a pretty low black, low black square count. Yeah, how many? You know, One, uh, two, what three, was that? Uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, 20, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I figured that out just looking at the paper. <laughs> You're busy counting squares. I'm just uh, twenty. So you had the stocking stuffer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Machine readable, vintage clothing. What I didn't like was enter into detail. Yeah, I don't get that. Enter into detail. That's That's not really. I mean, go into detail is the phrase. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know about enter into detail. And I gotta say, I didn't love lose one's balance only because I find that this whole using ones in the middle of a so-called phrase. Nobody says lose one's balance. I know what it means, and it's normal English. Right. But you never refer to it in this sort of mystery, anonymous, third-person kind of way. You know, oh, that, that's, you know, someone's going to lose one's balance if they blow... You know, it's just, you don't do it. You say, right. I lost my balance, or you're going to lose your balance. It, right. It doesn't work in this tense. Tense? Am I in the right tense? Is that what it is? I don't think it's tense. Ones? What does that mean? Isn't that like uh, third-person... Uh, okay, pronouns. It's, uh, it's a pluperfect. Okay. Saturday, July 31st by Barry C. Silk, friend and confidant of Doug Peterson, crossword gentleman, and man about town. I couldn't couldn't get it. You know what? I couldn't get it either. I I got... Did I get all of it? Did I ultimately get all of it? I I can't remember now. I blogged about this, and I think I did ultimately get it, but... I didn't like it. I didn't like this puzzle. And I went off about it on the blog a little bit. And I like Barry, and I like a lot of the puzzles he does, but I did not like this one. It had the standard Barry C. Silk things in it. It had the crossing of two baseball players. And two it expos. Had, and it was two expos, which I know Cross can love. And it also had, a, you know, sort of a zingy, snazzy one across, which was Pizza Box, uh-huh. uh, which is, you know, full of good letters, and that's wonderful. And good pizza. But I find that this puzzle, and I'm going to talk about it here because I talked about it on the blog, and I want to generate some conversation here, but I think that a lot of this puzzle came out of using word lists more than using personal... Preference. I can see that. That's it? That's the conversation I'm going to get? Fine. 
For you want a conversation from me or from the, the viewer? From you. Maybe that will spark one. Well, from I the didn't viewers. finish the puzzle. No, but but I I can see where you're saying where where you would do the puzzle and you think well that just seems that doesn't I, I don't. See. There were just words in here that I think. Whose vocabulary? Who is going to give me pizza box and doo-wop and I meant it and trash can and some of these things that are just really casual and then things like xerosis and anaerobe and tuzigoot. It's, I mean, it's just sort of like obscure and so far outside the mainstream that it doesn't feel like it's the same person. person. Yeah. I don't feel like this was all constructed by the same person. And because it was, it makes me think, well, so I think it was constructed, it was co-constructed by a person and a word list. Now, I know everybody uses word lists, and I might get flamed for this for all I know, and software is so important. But I think that some constructors, and I'm going to name Patrick Blindauer as one, and I'm going to name Brendan Emmett Quigley as one, as people who use word lists, and I know they do, but handpick the things for their puzzles so that it still feels like it has that person's character to it. I felt like this puzzle lacked that type of character. Fair enough. That's my rant. I felt it lacked character as well, mostly because my grid was almost all empty. Well, see, that's why people like you. You say things like that, and it's like, oh, Ryan. And I say what I say, and it's like, oh, he's a jackass. (laughs) Thank God he's moving to Syracuse. Who who says, oh, Ryan? (laughs) All of your fans. All of your your, your minions. (sighs) Your groupies. Sunday, August 1st, by Brendan Emmett Quigley Down Under, starring Tom Selleck, Magnum P.I. Rabbits! Oh, yes, it is Rabbits. Rabbits. Uh, Play bargaining. I don't understand the title of the puzzle. Uh, What is a normal phrase that that title makes you think of? Plea bargaining. Exactly. So in this puzzle, you're taking things that normally have an E sound in them, and you're changing that to an I sound. So, like, the first long one there is uh, the... the, Changing it to an A sound. That's what I meant. An A sound. I'm sorry. I misspoke. An A sound. I'm all confused. Uh, we Three Kings becomes Way Three Kings. No, I understand that. You know, I didn't I didn't think of the plea bargaining aspect. Yeah, so that's all it that is. That makes sense. It's a vowel shift. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's uh, uh, instead of wait three, wait, instead of We Three Kings, it becomes Wait Three Kings. Way, not wait. Way. Way, wait three kings. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, instead of to be or not to be, it becomes to bay or not to bay. Right. That one was awesome. To I, bay I or was. not to bay. I, I like and that. I, got, I could not get the center. The center I could not get. No, I did get this one. I know Googled this puzzle. Skip hole? Skip sh- Oh, I don't know how to say it. Oh, I got that from The Crossing. So that's, that, that's the place in, in, in Amsterdam? Amsterdam Air Hub. Yeah, I have no clue. I got uh, it from all the crossings. I, I, did, I, I, so I, I had trouble with that spot, but I did get it. What about Arg? Yeah, Arg. How is Arg in a puzzle if R isn't? I don't know. That's a good question. Why isn't R in a puzzle? I don't know. It should be in a puzzle. If Arg is going to be in a puzzle, then why don't you construct a puzzle and put R in it? Yeah.